0: Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, everybody, welcome to Tuesday. It is Tom and Brad and Kipton here again for another day of the podcast. Um... So, before we dive in um, for our day, we have to get the Minecraft trivia out of the way. So far, it's Brad, one, Kipton, one. All right, so, Brad, um, what item can sugarcane make? What item can sugarcane make if you're playing this game? Um, cake. Cake. Food? Captain, it what food? item can sugar cane make? Cake. It is For in, real? It is not cake.
1: It isn't? Oh.
0: It's paper. What? Well, I guess maybe, maybe you're not I did not know that. Okay. Well, here, we'll try this. We'll try this. <laughs> as well as hay bales, what else will a llama eat? So besides hay bales, there's something else that llamas eat in this game. I Grass? Grass
1: apples
0: apples the correct answer is wheat
1: i don't play this game enough <laughs> so it is still brad one kipton one i'm pretty stoked that you said cake because i didn't even know cake was in the game <laughs> i didn't know that was a thing you were like oh that's, that's a quarter that's point right. right there <laughs> well anyway maybe i picked ones that were
0: too hard i have no idea but we'll see all right anyway on to uh, better things here So on Tuesday, we love it if if one of our guests uh, or both of our guests or whatever um, shares a little bit about what the Lord's been doing lately or what the Lord's been saying or reminding them of lately. And um, before we push record, Brad had a story that he's willing to share.
1: Yeah, I had a little story. I wasn't sure if it was a little too personal, but um, I'm willing to share it nonetheless. Uh, I've just been going through just a personal like kind of in the thick of things, I guess. I don't know, just feeling um, maybe a little uh, down, a little bored. And a lot of times those feelings would would hit me when I'd get home uh, at night or on the weekends. And it had gotten to the point where um, one night I'd woken up and and God tends to— meet me at those points and he speaks to me a little bit through thoughts and visions. And I just had this vision of this kind of dark shadow thing, like crawling around my body, almost like something you had to shake off. Um, I think I tried to describe it to some friends. Like I think super Mario used to have these little guys, these mini Goombas that would get on him and like, you couldn't jump real well with them. Cause they were like, just all over again. All over him. So kind of like that. And uh, that was that was maybe on a Friday or Saturday night that I had that. And we ended up being in here on Sunday. I think I was helping with worship. And after we got done with our prayer time, I had asked a few folks to just stick around and just ask for prayer about that. Um, to see if I can get some deliverance from that, those feelings and things. And um, so we prayed about it. And... Over the course of the next couple weeks, I didn't really think about it again. Um, Kind of said, it's like having a cold, right? All of a sudden you feel better and you forget that you even had it. Mm -hmm. Um, Until one night I woke up, middle of the night again, and uh, after having some conversations with Matt, uh, we had just been discussing this, um, you know, sometimes God might speak through the time and I remember looking at the time when I woke up, and it was one twenty-seven and I thought, well, I wonder what Mark one twenty seven says. I just turned to it, because I'd been in Mark that day. And uh, when I read it, it kind of hit home. It says, the people were all so amazed that they asked each other, what is this? A new teaching, and with authority. He even gives orders to impure spirits, and they obey him. And that just uh hit me that we had been praying over that type of thing or I'd had people praying over me and um it was in that moment that I realized I'd been living in kind of a delivered space. Hmm. Um and just a renewed sense of joy and an outpouring of the Holy Spirit in my life. So um that's my testimony. Oh, that's cool. Prayer prayer works. Oh, it so certainly is right. the prayer corner.
0: <laughs> and we, you know, I mean, we're on the Lord's side, so we have so much more power, right, than, than the devil has. Yeah. And we just have victory over that. And here's an example, right? Yeah. Where, where you know, people prayed over you and you had victory. Yeah. Okay? Over him and get out of there, Satan, right? Yeah. Demons, mm-hmm. your helpers. Leave me alone. Yeah, leave you alone. Amen. Amen. No, cool. Thank you. Thank you, you Brad, for sharing that. All right, we're looking at a shorter passage today. It's uh, Matthew 11, verses 20 to 24. And Brad is gonna read these five verses here, and then we'll have a little bit of a chat. Hopefully a little shorter than yesterday's chat. Uh, But um, we'll have a little chat about these uh, five verses.
1: All right. Then Jesus began to denounce the towns in which most of his miracles had been performed, because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida, for if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted to the heavens? No, you will go down to Hades, for if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Sodom, it would have remained to this day. But I tell you, that'll be more bearable for Sodom on the Day of Judgment than for you. All right. Thank you.
0: So, kept anything in those short five verses that jumped out at you? I'm going to have to think about it. Okay. Something for me is I saw a side of Jesus that I don't always think about. Already in that first verse, verse 20, it said, then Jesus began to denounce. And I'm like, well, that's negative. <laughs> yeah, he was
1: kind of angry in this verse, I yes, feel like. Yes, I think
0: he is. That For sure, Captain. I totally agree with you. Do you realize, Captain, what he's angry at and why he's denouncing these towns? Did you figure that out?
1: Yeah, he's angry at the towns because he done so many miracles there and they still, like, repented against him.
0: Yeah, they didn't repent, right? They were they just like, repent. right, they didn't change Right. They didn't repent and change their ways. They were just like, yeah, I mean, Jesus. In fact, I think one of the towns, Capernaum, in verse 23, I believe that was like Jesus, um, like headquarters kind of. I think that was the place kind of where he like started off his ministry and he'd come back to there all the time. I think that was his like go to place, right? His home. It was in Capernaum. And he ends up denouncing them. And exactly right, Kipton is because they 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 did not repent, right? Even though all the miracles are happening there and all these mm-hmm. wonderful signs are happening there, um, they did not change. And um, yeah, I think I think today, a lot of people have in mind, or they want to have this picture of Jesus in mind that oh, he's gracious to everybody, he accepts everybody. But if but if we're looking at scripture here the truth is that he does denounce, right? He does denounce at times. Um and true he does give grace and he does give acceptance, but I believe it's only with people who who have an encounter with Jesus and 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 choose him as their savior. Yeah. Anything else, Brad, that you wanted to add to the conversation or
1: Yeah, I think I I think it really just resonated with me, you know. And I'm not a biblical scholar, so I'm making some assumptions here, but these places where Jesus initially started and did these miracles, these places were probably rich in religious um, upbringing and, and religious knowledge, you know. Keyword, religious. Yes. So it kind of reminds me, too, even of like when I think about my life story or even my kids growing up, we had the blessing of growing up in a church with a believing family. We went to Christian school. Like we had all this stuff. So, you know, you tend to like know Jesus from a young age and maybe, maybe our story doesn't have as for many of us who have that upbringing, maybe there's not as big of a, you know, massive moment, you know, a a Saul to Paul type moment. Um, And it can be very dangerous if we're living in this and we don't, without having that, it's very easy to sit in the comfort of our religious knowledge Mm -hmm. and breeze past Jesus. Right. So again, even reaching back to yesterday, that question of, I'm sitting there going, if I lived there in that day, what would would I have been? Right. And that's humbling, I think, for me to recognize that in my spirit and, and recognize maybe some things that I need to make sure that I'm staying attuned to right. in my own life. Right. So Kipton,
0: what are some things that your mom and dad do for you to help raise you like as a as a disciple? Like what what are some things that they've chosen or that they do with your family?
1: We always pray before we eat and for then sure. at night I on um, my do devotions every night.
0: Yeah, very cool. And your parents have encouraged that, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Right. Plus, they have chosen to send you to, to Zealand Christian. Yeah. Right? Where, where, where you go as a student or as I teach. Right? They've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, Sundays, you end up where usually? Church. Yeah, right here at Victory Point. Right? So they're doing that. So they're making choices in your life to kind of introduce you to Jesus. I think, Brad, I heard you say that's kind of what your family did for you. Mm-hmm. And I, I concur. That's what my family did for me too. Right? Raised in Irving Park Christian Reformed Church, okay, and went to Eastern Christian School out in New Jersey, and um, those are all great things. But like you said, Brad, something. What, what How'd you say that about Jesus? Maybe I don't know how I said. it. Well, you said something like, um, but it's all about. It's not about all that stuff, right? It's like like the church going and the school going and the w- yeah. whatever you know. It's it's Jesus, right? That's the ultimate goal of why yeah. parents choose to do this for their kids, right?
1: Yeah, right. And he really, if you think about it, he was a disruptor, right? So he was disrupting their 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 box of mm-hmm. religion. Mm-hmm. He was a disruptor. And they, in a weird way, I mean, they loved God so much they were wrong, but right. they loved him so much that they wanted to protect this box that they believed right. was the way he wanted them to live. But in doing so, they completely blew Jesus off. They right. didn't even recognize him while he was there. Yeah.
0: So. They were so into the rules. Yeah. Yeah. They were so into the rules. Um, do this, do this, don't do this, don't do this. And that became their religion. Mm-hmm. Right. And Jesus was not at the center. Yeah. Right. And I think what I hear Kipton saying, what I hear Brad saying, and I would agree with this is like, hey, it's great to do devotions. It's great to go to Christian school. It's great to come to church on Sunday, but that's not, right? That's not what Jesus, that's not his number one priority. He just wants us to know him. Amen. Right? Mm-hmm. And these are all situations and things we can do to help us know him. Um, but that's exactly what he wants out of us, right? To be people who live for his glory, um, to people that uh, help other people encounter Jesus. Yep. those are all just cool things that that's what he wants us to do. And not all these other things, do this, do this, don't do this, don't do this. So, yes. All right. Well, uh, thanks, guys, again, for um, another day of talking about God's word. And um, thank you, listeners, for tuning in again. And we will be back tomorrow um, with another passage from the book of Matthew. We'll see you tomorrow.